0: Well, APGers, not a plain tale today, but the second part of A Little Bit Extra, where the old curmudgeon tells you a bit more about Farnborough. With so many of you visiting Farnborough in the next week or so, I thought you might like to know a little about the town and the surrounding area that you're visiting, especially the tumble-down dick. Farnborough lies in the county of Hampshire, abbreviated to Hants due to its ancient form of spelling, and is part of the borough of Rushmore. To the north lies Berks, perhaps better called Berkshire, where the Berks live, and to the east is Surrey, where the rich people live. The history of the city stretches back to Saxon times, and it's mentioned in the Doomsday Book of 1086. An old book made to help William the Conqueror tax the poor Anglo Saxons half to death. That's a bit before anyone thought of heading off to America, that's for sure. The name originates from Fernburger, which means Fern Hill. Ferns are megaphiles, more complex than the simple microphiles of club mosses. Most ferns have what are called Fiddleheads, that expand into fronds, which are each delicately divided. The hill, as some locals think, is not named after the TV presenter, Fern Britain. For that, you'd need something a bit larger. Sorry, US of A, that's a bit of an in-joke. To the east is the River Blackwater, which isn't actually black, and to the south is the Basingstoke Canal, which is... The town has a goodly amount of history. In the Doomsday Book, the Manor of Farnborough is assessed as three hides of land, which Odin de Windsor held, a hide being 120 acres, and if you don't know what an acre is, then ask Siri, you lazy lot. It was then worth 60 shillings. In modern terms, that's about 1.5 million US dollars. On Tower Hill, there existed a large accumulation of sarsen stones, the same kind that forms Stonehenge. St Michael's Abbey, the home of a Benedictine order in 1881, has a French imperial crypt inside, as well as the Catholic National Library. For a reason I can't yet fathom, A 40-tonne statue of the first Duke of Wellington, the victor at the Battle of Waterloo, was moved to Farnborough from Hyde Park in London in 1885. The rumour is that it offended Queen Victoria by being a bit big, so as soon as he died it was quietly shifted to the countryside. Nearby is King John's Odium Castle, Yes, the same King John who Robin Hood and other men in tights defied, which was the centre of many historic events. The signing of the Magna Carta, a French siege, a revolt and the imprisonment of a Scottish king, blah, blah, blah. The Magna Carta, I'm sure you will know, was signed by King John under a certain amount of duress, and although substantially altered over the years, it eventually found its way into English law to form the foundation for the modern rights of Parliament. It is held in great respect by the British and American legal communities. Indeed, parts of the Constitution were derived from Magna Carta. So there, Yabu sucks. There have been some notable residents of Farnborough Including uh, Emperor Napoleon III and his wife Eugene, who now lie in St. Michael's Abbey, probably because they're dead. More recently, well, kind of, Colonel Samuel Cody, one of the earliest pioneers of aviation, lived there. He died when he crashed his aircraft on Ball Hill in 1913, named so because they never recovered his entire body. Uh, that was a joke. T.E. Lawrence. Who, you ask? Well, in Hollywood, he's better known as Lawrence of Arabia. He served at Aria Farnborough. Jeff and the staff are staying at the Hogsback Hotel, which they will reach by traversing the same ancient road as was frequented in the 1730s by Dick Turpin, the infamous highwayman. Jane Austen. She wrote books, mentioned the Hogsback Road when she penned, I never saw the country from the Hogsback so advantageously. The road has been a highway since ancient times, keeping travellers, as it did, above the thick woodlands of the valleys on either side. It helps to join the cities of Winchester to Guildford and forms the boundary of many different parishes. The unearthing of a bunch of skeletons, originally bound and trussed, gives rise to the opinion that the place Seven Ditches on the Hogsback was a point of assembly and execution, perhaps as early as 909, by King Edward the Elder. The ridge was also the site of an Admiralty semaphore station, a vast mechanical device Yes, Terry Pratchett fans, just like the clacks, used to relay messages between London and the South Coast naval ports. The station was also where a mansion, known as the Poyle Hill Lodge, could be found. In 1935, the mansion was owned by Guilford Friary Brewery and is now known as the Hogsback Hotel. In the village of Tongham, a short run from the hotel, for Steph anyway, lies the independent real ale maker, the Hogsback Brewery. There she might find brews being created such as the hair of the hog, a light bitter. The hop garden gold, or tea, a traditional English ale, their flagship best bitter. When the weather becomes a little colder in the winter, they turn their hands to rip-snorter, a a wobble-in-a-bottle, and advent-ale. Nearby is the garrison town of Aldershot, the home of the British Army since 1854. Perhaps the least said about that the better, as they don't fly proper aircraft, just a few old helicopters like the Augusta Westland AH Mark I Apache otherwise known as the longbow. Seriously, it would be in much safer hands if they gave it to a responsible organisation like the Royal Air Force. That way their pilots wouldn't have to live in tents and fly at night. Nearby villages have wonderful names like Bagshot Lee, Deep Cut, Tongham, Runfold, Moon's Hill, Dippenhall. Shackleford, Bowlshead Green, Crookham, Dogsmere Field and the Devil's Punch Bowl, all of whom have their own little marker in the annals of history. Along with those little villages are wonderful old public houses, with names like the Leather Bottle, the Fox and Hounds, the Stag on the River, the Mill, the Batten Ball... The Cricketers, The White Horse and, of course, Tumble Down Dick. This pub was built prior to 1600 and is named satirically after Richard Cromwell, the Roundhead, who took power in England but only reigned for nine short months, hence the name. The drinking house formed the centre of the Farnborough community and is famed for being linked with various historical figures, including Cromwell, Henry VIII, and Dick Turpin. It was a posting house providing fresh horses and fresh beer to passing carriages and riders. After more than 400 years of serving beer, it now serves hamburgers, having been bought by the vast enterprise that is McDonald's in 2012. So, in a few short days you will be here. Farnborough awaits you, and if you find English food to be a little foreign, at least you know where to find a taste of home.